Welcome to Italia Mia, the podcast that gives you all things Italian. Today, I am interviewing a very special person. He is our state immediate past president, Anthony Nacarato. This is a man, this is actually an amazing man. I mean, he has garnered so many honors throughout his lifetime. And we just had a little chat just recently. And I said, do you ever rest? Do you ever take a break? And he said, no, not actually. And I, I counted by saying, we are what we are. And isn't that true? So I'm going to treat you now to uh, an interview with Mr. Nacarado. And I think he has a very provocative tale to impart to you. So, oh no, let me mention that we are sponsored by the Grand Lodge of New York, Sons and Daughters of Italy in America. And now, welcome to Anthony Nacarato. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, Louisa. I hope everything is well. Everything is fine. And with you, I certainly hope. You're on the yes, go. You're on the absolutely. Yeah, you're on the go constantly. And as I mentioned to our listeners, you have garnered so many awards and honors. It's staggering. It really is. <laughs> and today we're going, to, we're going to talk about the latest one that was bestowed upon you by the United Seamen's Service, correct? That's correct. Uh, uh, that, was, uh, that was the one that meant the most to me, but I will tell you something that you don't know. On Wednesday, I was honored by the Lutheran Church, oh. uh, the Seafarers International House that takes care of uh, seafarers while they're in a few ports in, in, in the United States and indigent seafarers. So that you did not know about. That was the day before yesterday. Mm -hmm. So there's been one more since December 3rd, but the, the big one was December 3rd. Have you lost count, by the way? <laughs> I, I, I haven't, I haven't. I, you know, the, 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 the big ones, the ones that are, are, are very important, obviously, well, while I was coming up in the, in, in the Sons of Italy, and, and, and today is obviously not the, the Sons of Italy event that we're going to be speaking of, I, I was honored by quite a number of lodges, and, and I, I remember every one of them, uh, you know, because it, it just meant so much to me. But in my business world, I, I have been honored uh, quite a number of times. But, you know, they were so important to me because I truly believe in, 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 in the American Merchant Marine that there's no way I will ever forget them. Mm -hmm. You have been a member of the, uh, oh, actually, you have been with the Maritime Service for many, many years, have you not? I've been with the maritime uh, industry since 1965, 57 years. Mm -hmm. and, and you served in what capacity? Well, it's interesting. I, I, I was working in a, in a bank. I was going a night at uh, Pace College. Uh, the, the, now it's a university uh, for accountant. And I was working in a bank called Irving Trust. Uh, later on, it was taken over by the bank in New York. But you might remember Irving Trust. It was what they used to call yes, the White yes. Shoe Bank. Yes. Uh, and uh, I wasn't making any money, so I, I applied for an accounting clerk's position at a shipping company, uh, which was a very famous company at the time, the Spransom Lines. 
and American export lines, and they were the ones that operated the independence and the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two passenger ships, American flag, uh, yeah. uh, uh, passenger ships. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was 19 at the time, and that's how I started, and I was an accounting clerk. And uh, I moved my way up uh, over the last 57 years. Mm-hmm. And we have to mention that uh, you immigrated from Calabria, Italia, right? Yes, I came to the United States in uh, 1955 when I was nine years old uh, with my parents and five siblings. My, my. And look at what you have achieved. I mean, the work ethic is just, just staggering to me. But uh, that is Tony Nacarado. Now, let's go back to the Maritime Service. How long have you been a member of the United Seamen's Service? And we're going to talk about them very shortly. Well, I've been a member of the United Seamen's Service about 20 years. I was asked to be on their board of directors. And about 13 years ago, 14 years ago, I I was asked to be the chairman of their executive committee. Mm Mm-hmm. A very worthwhile organization, and it's a 501c3, and it's obviously a volunteer organization. Mm-hmm. It is not a, uh, you know, I, I don't do this for uh, financial reasons. This is purely of a volunteer work. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, let's tell people if they're not aware, I was not aware of the United Seamen's Service. Tell us about that. I, I read that the mission of the United Seamen's Service is to promote the welfare of American seafarers and their dependents, seafarers of all nations. How do they go about this? How do they promote themselves? Well, the, the, uh, there was a great need back in 1942 when they were founded. Uh, four years before I was born, I was born in 46. In 1942, during the war, uh, there, there was a great need in, throughout the world uh, because you, you, American uh, fighting uh, forces were everywhere, as you can imagine, yeah, Europe, Asia, you name it. And uh, the, uh, they started the organization, and the, uh, with the help of the U.S. government, uh, we're analogous uh, to the American Red Cross. We enjoy the red, the same uh, sort of uh, treatment, and also we also uh, very analogous to the USO. Uh, uh, our centers, uh, the, uh, we get special privileges when we buy food and so on at a lower rate because of, of our mission. Right. And, right. and we're very well supported. And when one time uh, we had, had hundreds of centers throughout the world, and we took care of uh, just about anybody that you could imagine that was involved in the war effort. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, over over the years uh, we we we've uh, shrunk quite a bit, but we're still uh, quite a force in that throughout the world. And we're in uh, in Europe, Asia, and Africa. Is that right? What are you doing today, or shall I say, what is the United Seamen's Service doing right now? Well, essentially, we're doing the job that, that we we always have done. We we take care of seafarers. Uh, we have our centers, and people come into uh, our, our uh, centers. They get a warm meal. Uh, they're able to send emails. They're able to mail their, uh, their mail. Uh, we help them with uh, in any uh, psychological or the needs that they might have. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a seafarer is a very, very tough job, Louisa. You're away from home uh, months at a time. You're away from home on holidays. 
Uh, you know, you leave home when your, your child is uh, six months old and you come back and the child, you know, is uh, well over a year old. So that doesn't even recognize you. So they, they pay a very high price. Uh, Ninety uh, percent of what the, the cargo that it is traded is carried on vessels, on ships. So it is a big part of the world's uh, uh, economy. Yeah. So when uh, a seafarer, or, or for that matter, a government of, uh, official and a, a variety of other uh, people that, that we, you know, come into our centers, we do what we can to make up their lives much easier. And where are these centers located? Uh, we have centers, and uh, I'm sure I'm going to leave uh, one or two out. Uh, we're in uh, Bremerhaven. Uh, we're in Pusan. We're in Yokohama. We're in Diego Garcia, which is an island in the middle of the Indian Ocean. And mm-hmm. uh, it's owned by uh, England and the uh, United Kingdom. Uh, and it's really an island in the middle of nowhere. Most people have never heard of uh, the, uh, Diego Garcia. And uh, we're also in Casablanca. Oh, yes, uh, interesting. So we're, we're uh, I'm sure I left one or two out, but we, we, uh, we're, we're, we are where we're needed. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we had the financial resources, we would be in even more places. It, 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 it's very hard. We have to raise the money ourselves in order to survive. Uh, we, we're not given any uh, mm-hmm. financial support. Uh, by any governmental agency. This is strictly a money that we raise ourselves. Do you have any association with the uh, United States Navy? We do. Uh, as a matter of fact, in Diego Garcia, our, our, our biggest uh, customers really uh, is in the U.S. Navy and uh, uh, the, uh, the vessels that are owned by private uh, owned by the government, uh, run by pr- uh, private organizations. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we do a lot, a lot of work with the uh, U.S. Navy. Uh, we we actually welcome the Navy in, in any uh, of our centers, uh, the Navy, the Army, and anyone that's uh, you know in, in the armed forces. We we give them a warm welcome and a warm meal, and and uh, just make them feel like they're at home. Mm-hmm. How much time have you spent at sea? Well, I tell you, I I, I have um, never been to sea. I'm not a seaman. I was never a seaman. I, the 57 years that I've been in the business have all been ashore. However, I, I've spent quite a bit of time on vessels uh, from time to time for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I eventually uh, became vice president in the Human Resources and Administration. So we, uh, I've been with the same company, Louisa, for 52 years. My, that is a stretch. My, oh, my. And uh, so over the years, I was the person that uh, went to the vessel when something went wrong. And uh, I, I always thought it was my responsibility to do it. And sometimes it was pretty, uh, pretty unpleasant yeah. situations. Uh, I've dealt with sinkings, I've, I've dealt with explosions, I've dealt with uh, uh, vessels having, uh, uh, you know, all sorts of a variety of maladies from tuberculosis to, uh, you know, outbreaks. Um, I've dealt with um, one of our vessels being hit by a silk worm um, missile shot by Iranians in the Persian Gulf. My goodness. Uh-huh. Uh, which was a terrible thing that, was, that Iran did. Uh, luckily, no, no one was killed because the vessel was fully loaded uh, mm-hmm. with crude oil. 
And when a vessel is loaded, it, it, it is a, the least dangerous that it could be. If it was an empty tanker, it would have exploded. My, oh, my. Well, uh, would I say, would you be analogous to, like, the? I forget what the name of the hospital ship that goes around the world and dispenses medical treatment to people, to people? Well, yes, except that we're, we're, we're you know, in a particular port. But uh, it's interesting that you bring up that issue because we, uh, in our company, we ran the Hope, which is one of the, there's a few hospital ships, and one of them is called the Hope. Right. And we and, 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 and I helped run that vessel for quite a number of years. Yeah. So I'm very familiar with, the, with their mission. Uh, we use them in uh, Haiti and a variety of other places, and we use them in the Philippines when they had the problem with the uh, volcano and so on. So it, it, that was quite a, a challenge to run that vessel. Well, I may, I'm going to probably ask a delicate question, but with the world situation today, and I'm sure you know what I'm referring to, do, you, do they have any experience giving aid right now to anyone? Uh, the, uh, I, I will say this to you, Louisa. I, uh, I happen to hold the uh, top secret. Uh, okay. Uh, I thought it would and be. I do know things that other, other people don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I, I remember being on vacation uh, about, uh, I'll tell you, 1990, uh, Mary and I and the children, the children were small back then. We were on, uh, we went up to, uh, Lake George, and I got a call uh, that the uh, there was about to be, to be uh, a conflict because of uh, Iraq attacking Kuwait. Right. And uh, I had to tell Mary we got to pack and we got to leave, uh, and uh, without being able to tell her why. Oh. But Mary understood that, and she knew quite well that something was going to happen, and mm -hmm. I knew. Uh, probably uh, two or three weeks ahead of time that we were getting ready to uh, to go to Iraq to free uh, Kuwait. My oh gosh, so then you're very, very much involved. Uh, can I ask, have there been any casualties along the way? Hopefully not. Well, on my vessels, yes. I've, uh, I've dealt with uh, quite a number of casualties for a variety of reasons. Uh -huh. Regrettably, uh, I, I, I was the person that, uh, and it was the worst part of my job, I was the person, I, w I would not delegate it, I was the person that would call the families to tell them that something had happened to a loved one, uh, whether it was a child or a husband or a son or a daughter. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, But I, I had a very unique way of doing it. I would never pick up the phone and, and say to someone, you know, your son just died, or your son was just killed, or right. so on. Um, what I would do is uh, I, I would call the local town. A lot of the people that work on, on the merchant vessels tend to live on uh, in smaller towns because it makes sense. It's cheaper, and they can live anywhere. It's not like the rest of us that have to go to an office, so we have to be close to an oh, office. Okay. Uh, Seafarer can live pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I do, would do is I would call the local police department and I would ask if they knew the family. Yeah. Uh, and most of the time they would, they would, and I, and I would ask them if they knew what religious denomination they were. Uh -huh. And um, and from there I would ask, uh, you know, if they, whatever, they, you know, if they had the number of the local church and I would see if I can get the pastor 
to go to the house and uh, we would arrange for a rendezvous so that they would be available when I would tell them this very sad news. That's a very humane way of treating it. That's, that's uh, and if everything else failed, I would literally get on that plane okay. and do it myself. I would, I would go uh, anywhere in the country to oh, uh, do it personally. Really? I would never, never do it just on a phone. Well, stop me if I've asked this question before, but is the United Seamen Service a totally volunteer organization? We're a nonprofit 501c3. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, uh, the only uh, we do have a paid uh, office staff. Uh, uh, the uh, the president of the organization is not paid. I'm not paid, and the board of directors is not paid. We do have a paid executive director, and we have an accountant. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the uh, interesting about the paid executive director hasn't taken uh, a salary in two years. So uh, we've had some financial issues because of COVID, and therefore uh, he's working right now as a volunteer himself. Very nice man, and he's been involved for a long time, and he's a man, he's a man in his 80s. Mm-hmm. And how many members are there, would you be at liberty to say? Well, the, the, uh, if you would count, you know, each center obviously has a center director, has a center cook, has a center, uh, you know, we have waitresses and waiters and bartenders and so on. So uh, it's hard for me to give you a number, but uh, if you put all the centers together, it gets to be to a pretty good number. But the the, uh, management, which is right here in Manhattan, is a handful of people, and it's Mm -hmm. only four or five. But Uh, uh, each center, obviously, for obvious reasons, has uh, a variety of people mm -hmm. that run it. Okay. Are there any uh, particular qualifications? Well, that the they number must one have? qualification and anybody that does this kind of work, whether it's the USO, the Red Cross, and so on, you have to be just a, a person that is inclined to do such work because you're certainly not going to be get rich by being uh, the director of a center for United Seamen Service. Right. Uh, it's it's very much like being a minister. I mean, you know, you minister to your flock, but you don't pay get paid very well. Mm-hmm. But these are people that are really committed, uh, and, and they work in very difficult situations. Uh, and you know, very very difficult. But like you know, Diego Garcia is in the middle of nowhere. The the only thing that's really there is is the United Seamen Service. If you want to have a beer and you want to have a meal, unless you want to have it on the ship, the only other places that come to us. Well, I would venture to say that most people are totally unaware, you know, of the organization. Um, I certainly had never heard of it until um, I discovered that you received a very prestigious award. Um, So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the award that was given to you. Well, yes, on, on December 3rd, uh, 2021, I, I received the Admiral of the Ocean Seas Award, which is the uh, uh, most prestigious award given out in the maritime industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, what makes it very interesting for a person like myself, who also has a uh, very close attachment, the same as you with the Italian-American community, uh, the the... The one item that they give you when you get the Admiral of the Ocean Seas, which is the description of Christopher Columbus, obviously, uh, is a statue.
statue of Christopher Columbus, which is above a foot high. It's, it's made out of pewter, and it is made by uh, a person in Genoa, an artisan in Genoa that's been doing it uh, since we started in 1970. Yeah. So we've been doing this for 52 years, so he's getting on in age. Uh, but his son has taken over the business, and uh, it's a beautiful statue. I have posted it in, on, on Facebook, and I'm sure you've seen it. I saw it. I, I wish the listeners, uh, every listener could have seen it. It, it really it is. is. beautiful, and uh, we've been doing this since 1970, and as you can imagine, uh, the, you know, this is a non-Italian organization. It has obviously nothing to do with Italy. It's, uh, it, it's just... Uh, uh, you know, 501c3 that, that, that helps seafarers. But they look at the world uh, as, uh, uh, as a place that was deeply aided by the work that Christopher Columbus exactly, did yes. uh, back in his time in order to improve the history of the world. Mm-hmm. And because of that, uh, when they decided to give this award, they decided to give a statue of Christopher Columbus and although there's been some attempt to uh, get us to stop, as oh, you can no. imagine, uh, we're not about to do that. I was about to allude to that with the, the struggle that we've had, you know, the sons and daughters of Italy and America, as far as, you know, taking down statues of Christopher Columbus and so forth. And here you are with a very prestigious award in the name of Christopher Columbus. I find that totally ironic and... Uh, I think it's a wonderful thing, really. Because thank you, uh, thank you. I, actually, when I gave my uh, remarks at the event, I I, I, I acted a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd go on the you know, than people usually do when they receive this award. I actually held it up uh, up in the air with my right hand, and then I said, "This is honor Christopher Columbus." The Admiral of the Ocean Seas, who will live forever in our hearts of all Italian-American men and women. And it's a little little political for the organization, but I will (laughs) say this. When I got off that uh, that podium, everyone in that, there were 600 people in the room, Louisa. Really? A a good chunk of them came to me, and Italian and non-Italian, and said, good for you, and we're on your side, and we, we will not allow... Christopher Columbus to disappear from the history of the United States. Oh, great, that's so and I was more gratified by that than than the statue itself. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, in number, you know, with numbers, I mean, there's there's strength in numbers, that's for sure. And it's good to know that there are people out there that are, to put it mildly, you know, on our side, so to speak, because it's been a struggle, it really has. And we're not letting go, that's for sure. We're going to fight for our rights. And that's one of our rights, to have our icon, Christopher Columbus, recognized for the man that he was. Well, <laughs> I sound like a PR person, don't and I? Well, well, you know, Louisa, it, 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 like you said before, you know, we, we, we are who we are. And, and, and one of the reasons we are who we are is because of people like Christopher Columbus. Right. Christopher Columbus has given us an identity, and that identity cannot be given away because someone else has decided they want it to disappear. Now, we're, as you well know, we, no one in, 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 in the Italian-American community has any, any animosity towards any indigenous people at all, whatsoever. Right. Certainly right. not you and I. Right. And uh, we, I, I will be the first one to march with them. I will, I will support 
support them. I, I will I will defend their rights. But at the same token, they cannot have uh, October 12th as their holiday. They, they can have any other day. October 12th is Columbus Day. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Well, now I just want to go back to the um, United Seamen's Service and mention something I saw that uh, they are affiliated. Let me see. There is a Merchant Marine Library Association. Yes, and, and they, for they, their, all the years, uh, you know, the going to sea for many, many years was was extremely, extremely uh, lonely uh, because uh, although uh, there were a lot more people on board than they are now, when I first started on the vessel, there were approximately fifty people. Now we're down in the low twenties because of automation, but. Uh, the, 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 there was a great need uh, to put uh, uh, reading material on board, and uh, so when we started the organization back in the in nineteen forties, we started to put libraries on board, mm-hmm. and the uh, libraries would be circulated so that uh, that everyone would read the same book all the time, and and, and we do it to this day. Now I know a lot of people say, well, today you know they, they come on board with computers and and uh, they, you know they can read a book. Yeah, but you know I, I happen to be the type of person that uh, likes to take hold the book in my hand. Absolutely. And, and there's many of us like that. I same thing with a newspaper. When I read the newspaper, I like to I like folding the newspaper. I, I read it a certain way, and it's the same thing on board the vessels. We still have that mission. We put library books on board. Most of this, them, them are donated uh, from a variety from uh, publishers and a variety of people. Right. Uh, monies are uh, donated by people specifically because of the library. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, people donate and say, we want this money to be used. And obviously we listen to their wishes. And the seafarers really, really appreciate it. Now, there are those that come on board the vessel and they have their own books on their own computers. But uh, a good chunk still like to pick, hold the book in their hand. Like myself and my wife Mary, she likes to hold the book. No Kindles. And three or four right. uh, uh, Kindles, but uh, right. she, prefers, uh, she right. prefers to hold the book. Well, this may be um, a silly question, but I need to ask it. Is there any one person who heads up the United Seamen's Service, someone with like the title of Admiral? Yes. Well, we have a variety of uh, of people on the board of directors. We have a president uh, that, uh, that that runs it. I am the chairman of the executive committee, uh, and then we have a board of directors. The board of directors includes a, a, a general, a retired general, and uh, a variety of, of uh, high level people that have been presidents of maritime companies and. Uh, 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 you know, from every walks of life, uh, we we have a rabbi. Uh, we have a uh, you know a, a priest. We have a variety of people that that uh, provide services to us. Uh, the rabbi is a very interesting person. He served in the navy for twenty years, and he he, he retired recently uh, and joined our organization. And uh, he, many times, actually, at, at the eldest on the, the, the third, uh, he gave a benediction, and the Catholic priest from Houston gave the benediction also. That's uh, part of our organization. Well, I am so glad, you know, that you you have actually brought this to the fore, uh, 
I know there are many people out there who are totally unaware of the United Seamen Service. So I think it's just great that now many, many people know about it. Okay. And now I want to focus on you for just a few minutes. How, how many honors have you garnered throughout your <laughs> lifetime? It well, seems you know, endless. I, 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 in, in the maritime industry, I, I've, uh, I've received pretty much every one of them that they give, they've given. I, I, I actually was, uh, was scheduled to receive one in March. I'd, like I said, I received one uh, this past Wednesday uh, by the Lutheran Church, the Seafarers International House. But I was going to receive one, and I hope I, I give the right name. I actually, uh, I'm going to see if I can uh, give you the exact name. Uh, it's, it's the Marine Society of the City of New York. Okay. And what makes that very, very interesting, I had to beg off because of circumstances, but what makes this very interesting and, uh, and, and, and it, it, it is the, the most amazing part of it, when I was asked to be honored by him, uh, they, they, they said to me, uh, this is, and, and I'm reading right from the, uh, the letter, this is our 252nd annual dinner. Mm-hmm. 252nd, I said to them, wow. you mean 52nd? I said, no, no, 250. Oh, it was founded by Alexander Hamilton and oh. King George III. Wow, what illustrious history. Uh-huh. And I said, <laughs> I'd never heard of an organization that has a you know, 252nd annual dinner. And the, uh, one of the, uh, the, I will be on it next year by them. Uh, and because I could not do it because I, I had the December 3rd, I had the one this week, and this would have been in March, and mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. So I had to ask to please uh, postpone it. But the, uh, the the interesting thing about this particular dinner, the again, the Marine Society of the City of New York, is that you uh, the honoree gets a copy of the a letter from George Washington accepting uh, membership into the society. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, they, they, they have this beautiful frame of it and everything. I just say to myself, <laughs> imagine getting a, 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 a copy of a letter from George Washington and, uh, uh, accepting membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I'll read it exactly. It says, among the early, the early honorary members of the society were President George Washington, Alexander Hamilton, and Captain John Paul Jones. Oh, amazing. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's really... So, uh, I've been on in, in 2009. I was honored by the, uh, the, the New York, the Port of New York and New Jersey. Uh-huh. Um, I, I've, been, I've been honored by uh, the... Uh, and, and again, I don't have it written down in front of me. I'm just doing it from memory. Uh, um, the Marine Safety Organization that promotes and, and, um, uh, the... Uh, Safety at sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 you know, obviously, I've, I've been on it recently by the, uh, you know, the Aeonis uh, and uh, the uh, the one this past week in the uh, Lutheran Church. But there, there, there's been uh, so many others that uh, I, right now that don't come to mind. But uh, uh, you know, the the 
each and every one of them, I was very, very gratified. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I will tell you a funny story in the 2009 uh, uh, when I was honored by the uh, Port of New York in New Jersey. It was uh, uh, the uh, in October, mm -hmm. so they had a, uh, a Halloween theme. Now, uh, 2009, my grandchildren were still small. Uh, they were, you know, uh, anywhere from six to seven years old, and, and, and some of them weren't even born yet. But among the, <laughs> among the, uh, the, uh, the little uh, uh, the intricacies of the organization, this being the maritime industry, they had a casket. And they had, you know, they had, you know, pumpkins all over the tables and lighting and, and, and you know, the right. usual Halloween stuff. But they had a, a casket. And when people <laughs> walked in, they had an actor. And he would sit up. Oh, no. <laughs> so when wow. my grandchildren walked in, <laughs> especially Samantha, who at the time was probably about five or six years uh -huh. old. She almost had a heart attack. Oh <laughs> and he was oh. obviously in makeup and so on. So oh. um, it, it was a very fun night. We had a very, 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 very wonderful night. Oh, it uh, sounds like it. Let me, let me just go back a moment to uh, the Lutheran Church and they bestowed an honor upon you. And why was that? Why was that? <laughs> You know, I've always been involved in, 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 in the maritime industry, and we uh, and, and I, I've always did my very, very best to try to help uh, the seafarers. Mm -hmm. And the, the award was a, for that, that I received was a Friend of the Seafarers Award. Mm -hmm. uh, I, as I mentioned, the, uh, being a, a seafarer is a very difficult task. It, it, it is not... Uh, you know, they, 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 you don't get home at night every night to spend with your wife and children. Uh, you give up uh, Christmas. You give up uh, the, the holidays. It's it's it, it can be very 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 lonely. Mm -hmm. And I've done as much as I I have I've been able to, uh, such as the United Seamen Service, to make their lives easier. Yeah. And and because of that, I, I was recognized, and 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 I I much appreciated it. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, just a, a, a little, uh, a little story. Each we, we, for many, many, many years, we went to my sister's house uh, on Staten Island uh, for Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. and uh, we would drive over the George Washington Bridge, and and uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Verrazano Bridge. Right. Uh, and I might get emotional on this, but but the uh, mm -hmm. and I would look at the ships in the in the in the port. Yeah, and, I, and there I was going to a family of thirty-eight people, forty people, mm -hmm. and uh, I would see them. I would see the ships, and I would realize that they were away from their home. Yeah, and uh, I would always say, uh, "Merry Christmas, boys." Oh, really? Well, Tony, you have led such a productive life. I mean, I think you should go on forever. <laughs> Going, I think I will. But okay, bravo. Bravo. In, uh, Louisa. bravo. Uh, but uh, for the time being, I have no intention to step away. But again, reality does set it. Yeah, unfortunately, that's true. But in the meantime, just bravo to you. All the good health and everything that goes with it. And uh, it's it's been 
great. It's been so informative. People now know about the United Seamen's Service, okay? And I just want to mention to the listeners out there, this is just one individual, okay, from the sons and daughters of Italy in America. And if you're inclined to join, you will meet several other people who will certainly have made their mark in life. Um, you'll meet very fascinating people, very accomplished, uh, compassionate, all the adjectives that I can think of. So consider joining the Sons and Daughters of Italy in America. It's very simple. All you do is call the Grand Lodge at area code 516-785-4623. Let me repeat that. Area code 516-785-4623. We'd love to have you. And Anthony, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much. And uh, I hope that uh, people will listen and they will join. Uh, as I always say, uh, you, you know, you, you, will, you will get a, a, a lot more than you give. I, I promise you. Exactly right. I have found that to be so true. So thank you very much again. And perhaps in the future, we'll have you on again. And you can tell us about yet another award. <laughs> they keep coming. <laughs> thank you very much, Louisa, and ciao. Oh, ciao. Ciao, Tony. All the best, always. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. You too.